Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of The Heart of the Matter, where I attempt to delve a little deeper, to dig beneath the surface, and go to the core, the root, the heart of the matter. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I don't take it lightly. I'm honored to be able to share this moment. Anybody who is participating and partaking in this podcast. I appreciate you and I thank you for this time that you're giving, granting me. And I hope um, that this time will provide you with some insight that will help you grow and develop because that's the intention and the purpose of this podcast for us to develop ourselves personally so that we can increase in terms of growth and development and be better. So I'm appreciative of the time that you're sharing with me today, and I'm going to invite you to subscribe. If you have not yet done so, go ahead and subscribe. That way you'll never be without. You'll always be the first to know when a new episode comes out. And guess what? You can even share. Well, you know what? You can share even if you don't subscribe. Womp womp. Little sad if you don't. But go ahead and share this episode. Share any episode that you think would be would be warranted or helpful to anyone that that matters to you. So go ahead and share. It helped me a lot. And I'm sure it will help that person that you choose to share it with. So thanks in advance. And uh, looking forward to be able to continue to build and grow our tribe. So today, I just want to check in before we just got off of a nice weekend here called Labor Day. Pretty sure um, the majority of us had a, had the opportunity to celebrate. And I'm curious to know, what did you do with your weekend? Did you labor? Or did you rest? And it, isn't it an interesting name? Like the Labor Day weekend. I don't know the history of it. Maybe I should do a bit of homework on it. But the idea that we choose to rest on Labor Day. Phenomenal. I love that whole <laughs> the uh, dichotomy of this whole concept. But on my end, I rested but I also labored. You know, we had some renovations we were doing and I just chose to capitalize on the long weekend. But I have to admit that while we've been on quarantine or, you know, going through this pandemic, I don't know that I can say I fully enjoyed holidays as they came around. You know, we had um, the 4th of July. Um, what other holiday? We, we had Easter. We had so many actually holidays that came through and being that we were home and everything happened in the home, I don't know that I really, really capitalized and enjoyed all these holidays, with the exception of Labor Day. I think I've reached a point where being home um, didn't take away from the pleasure and the pre- appreciation of having a Monday off. Um, so for me, it was both pleasure, relaxation, and it was work. So I hope um, hope for you it was a great weekend as well. Whatever you chose to do, be it that you tried to get away and have a moment before fall and then new season kicks in, or you just chose to relax and do nothing. No judgment, full respect here, and I hope you enjoyed it. So I'm not going to be long. I always say that. Why do people always say that and then they go long? But I promise you, I won't be long. Today, I really, I wanted to just share with you about one. That's it. That's right. One. The one choice, the one decision, the one action, the one step that you may need to take that'll get you in 
action towards the goals and the, and the plans that you have for yourself. I know it sounds simple, but I think often when we have these lofty ideas and dreams and goals, we can either feel overwhelmed by it or we can start creating a masterful, you know, roadmap and we don't necessarily do the one thing that will offset it like a domino effect. Take that one step. Where is this coming from? Over the past um, few months, I feel like I've fallen off. I've fallen off on things that were working for me prior to um, COVID. I think I had started getting into this little routine, this rhythm where I was, I think, or I believe taking better care of myself. Um, I was working out, spending some alone time, having the mornings to myself where I was able to get my devotional time in, get some meditation in, get a workout in. I, I, if I could tell you how much I accomplished even prior to getting to work, it was phenomenal. And then COVID happened. COVID happened. Everything shut down and everything was happening in the home. And all of a sudden I fell off. So I, you know, haven't been taking the best care of myself with regards to that time that you need to be able to replenish yourself or, you know, just the the things you do to take care of yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And so last week I found myself thinking, well, Andrell, you just need to get back on this. What do you need to do to get moving? And the answer I heard it resounded and it was pretty clear. It was, what's that one thing that you need to do right now that'll move you, that'll get you started? And that, that thought gave way to just this whole idea of how we can often minimize the power of one We minimize how much can happen when we decide that one thing when we act on that one thing, we don't realize that it just takes that one activity to be able to offshoot and move into two and three and four and so on and so forth. You know, so it, it, the first, the thought that came to mind for me is one is more than none, right? I think for me personally, the challenge of being able to be okay with tackling one thing, I think I'm like this master multitasker. It ain't true. And heck, you know, I think multitasking is overrated, but I still have this urge to try to do everything at the same time. I want to have my laundry going while the dishwasher's running and dinner to be in the oven. And so everything's happening at the same time. And What I forget is that when everything's happening at the same time, they likely end around the same time, which means I will have a whole bunch of things to do at the same time, defeating the whole purpose of multitasking. That's another story for another day. But if I could shift gears from wanting to do everything at once and focus on that one thing, what's likely going to happen? Is it possible that the quality of work and attention on that one task 
will be superior to if I was running around trying to do five things for myself, I promise you, yes, it's the case. It would be far more effective for me to focus on the one instead of focusing on the multitude. And so with that thought, I want to invite you, whatever you're doing, whatever it is that you're striving for, that you're passionate about, that you want to accomplish, I want to challenge you to consider what is the one thing that if I can focus on this now, not only will it be foundational for where I'm headed, but it will be more impactful. It'll be more impactful because the attention and dedication to that task will yield a result that if I gave half of myself to, I would not be able to see. So, you know, we have gotten in, you know, gotten, I say we, my husband would, would really shake his head if he heard me say we. He <laughs> has gotten into gardening. So last year, 2018, or tw- summer of 2019, wait, no, summer of 2018, because we, we just passed summer of no, it, correction, summer of 2019, we started gardening and we had plenty of gusto and, or he had a whole bunch of gusto and got very invested and was, you know, plotting and laying out, you know, different vegetables and fruits and where they were going to grow and how he was going to tend and care for everything. And there was just this energy at the very beginning. And then we fell off. We fell off so much so that Later on, we were about to hit the fall. Fall was about to come in. And my mother called and said, hey, so how's your harvest? What did you guys harvest? And I was like, you know, we didn't harvest because we fell off. We got distracted and there was so many other things happening. We didn't follow through on what we had started. And so I I present this scenario just as a thought to the multitasking that we may find ourselves um, drawn to. And I want to invite you to question yourself and explore how much of what you start when you multitask actually gets completed. And question is this, you know, what of everything that I felt needed to happen was truly the most important and proceed to create a list Put it in order of priority. And I promise you, if you can create an order of priority, you may find yourself focusing where you really need to put your attention as opposed to getting distracted and invested in many things that will not produce what it is you're looking to create. So again, we're focusing on the one. And one doesn't mean that you will never get to the others. It just means focusing in the now on that one thing in order to be able to create and develop that thing. So I want to, you know, just mention to you the idea of focusing on the one. I know we're not, you know, society has us. We are socialized to believe that we need to think in multitudes, you know, the more the better, right? The bigger, the better. And, you know, I'm not taking away there are, there is a place and a time for multitude, but there's also this idea or this importance to that, that singular thought. And when you think of a singular thought, I don't want you to just think of one, um, one maybe object as much as a focus. 
when I consider people who are highly successful, they focused on that one thing. And in, in their dedication to the one thing, it opened up and it created room for other things to come into their lives that they loved or enjoyed. And, you know, think of an athlete, think of a, a business person who has become so successful. And, you know, what's coming to thought is Apple. Apple became very successful because of their computers and what they were able to create. Their passion and they, they've they've expanded now their gift or the, what they've produced is able to serve what their vision is, which is really education. So they, they're in the business of computers, but because they've excelled in there, they now have room to branch into the area that they want to be in, which is educating and educate and ensuring that children all over have access to the technology to be able to get the education that they need. So that focus, that singular focus becomes foundational and it's influ it's it's crucial basically in the influence that that one choice will have on future steps that you are looking to get into it's a standard that you're setting because if you can be successful in this one area there is a high probability that once you do step onto step two you will be able to find that success because you've developed the practice and not just the focus on, on basically completion of a task, but excelling in it. So back to my story. I'm struggling with how do I get back into this world of taking care of myself and doing the little things that, you know, will make me a more rounded and whole person and move away from feeling torn because, because, if there's any gentlemen listen to this, let me, let me help you understand something. I thought it was just me, but I had a lovely conversation with a client who, you know, shared her dilemma of working from home was in, do I do the dishes or do I respond to this email? Boy, can I tell you when she said that, the relief of knowing that I wasn't the only one struggling with the dilemma of folding my laundry because it was staring at me, although I was clocked in. I don't do it because it's not convenient to start folding and then having to rush to, to respond or, you know, on a call. But it's, you're torn. You're torn because you're in that same space. You want to accomplish everything. You want to do it all, but you really can't. So how, how does Oprah say it? Um, Oprah and Gail used to say, you can have it all, just not all at the same time. And it's true. As much as, you know, we want to just amass it all, and this is the light, the, the era that we're living in, right? But the truth is, we can't have it all, not all at the same time. And I think the importance of being able to recognize and prioritize is crucial if you want to be able to get to the all at the right time. So I want to challenge you to consider one, not as a negative thing, not as, as you know, how we're, we've been uh, predisposed to believe that one is, is solitude, it's isolation, it's loneliness, it's being single. Listen, being single has its perks. I love my husband, I do. But I also see how being, how singleness has some key, key benefits that 
I can't enjoy in my in my life as a married woman, right? The idea of singleness isn't negative. It's not a bad word. It it serves a purpose. And if we can appreciate what number one can serve in its current season, we'll be more equipped and prepared to appreciate two and three and four and so on and so forth. It's the idea of not despising your small beginnings. We often want to get to the final destination. We want to graduate when we start the program. But the reality is, it's not in the handing of the diploma that the accomplishment is made. It's truly throughout the steps from the moment of enrollment to the moment you took your first class and earned your first credits that went towards your graduation. Those are the accomplishments that culminated in you getting your diploma. So if step number one didn't happen, step 36 could never, ever be experienced. And so to despise step one, which really put the whole thing in motion, right? If one didn't happen, none of the rest would have happened. How valuable and crucial is that first step? So what is it? What's that step? What's that first thing? The only thing you need to focus on right now, build on that so that you can start contemplating step two and moving on from there. The beauty of one, you know, I'm going to wrap up with this is one is not only at the beginning, but it's also what you see at the end. It's full circle. Where you begin is where you end. You always have the first thing on your list and you have the last thing on the list that needs to happen. So there's the first thing and then the countdown begins until you can get to the very last, the last one. So understand and just recognize that one will play a part in your whole progression and to appreciate that process and not to minimize it and just contemplate and focus on that, knowing that it will open up and yield to you the, the, you know, the direction, the instruction for the next steps. So I just want to challenge that, you know, so today, all I did was my devotional. The workout piece will come in eventually. I'll get it. I'll get it into, you know, the rhythm, you know, the routine eventually. But right now, as it stands, I'm grateful for just having had that moment of silence of devotional time. And I feel that much more closer to the to the real me to the picture of me that I, I want to re reactivate or resume. So I'd like to just share that with you and invite you consider the first step. What's the first step? Create the list, the priority of what it is you have before you so you can determine what that first step should be. So give it some thought. Shoot me an email if anything comes to mind. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to um, support you with what you're working on because I want you to know you're not alone. (laughs) You're not all one in this You got a community with you, and I want to support you to reach your goals. Thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to chatting again next week. 
join me, subscribe, share, and tune in.